A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Hey, everybody. We are on vacay, so we have a re-release from our vault, our 2021 episode, Crushing on Cancers. So dig into all things crab. Before we get into it, uh, we have some new merch. We have some dad hats in our black What's Your Sign logo. They're very cute. We did a limited run here for live shows in LA, um, and now we have them available for you all. So if you go to our store, which is in our show notes or our link in bio on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast. Check out the pictures of them on Instagram. Very cute. Got you ready for the summer. Also, great conversation starter. You don't even have to ask What's Your Sign because it's already on the hat. So go to What's Your Sign Podcast.creator-spring.com or just head to our link in bio or in the show notes and enjoy your holiday and this week's episode. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the Selena Gomez of this podcast. Oh, Selena. Are we are we Selena fans in the chat room? 
I we like saw Selena. her. Yeah, we saw her at a concert. You did? Uh, Wait, the Julia. Perfect. She came out. No, she came out and performed a song at the Julia Michael show. A couple of water babies supporting each cute. other. Well, I just watched that TikTok where she, they're like, <laughs> I don't even know who made this thing, but they stitched it together. It's like, what's the one thing you can't live without? And Selena Gomez is like, my family. And then Aww. cuts to Kim Kardashian and it's like, what's the one thing you can't live without? And she's like, my contour makeup kit or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I was dying of white cancer Libra is so funny. So good. That's sure. <laughs> I, I got to recreate it with the cancer like Libra Selena. thing. I feel like I don't know much about it. I'm, so I'm happy funny. to get acquainted with her. I've seen that she has the cooking show, which is also very, very cancer. I mean, I know I'm not breaking any news here, but HBO Max slash the HBO Universe I'm just so into it. The app needs to get a little better, but there's a lot of great content on there. There's not a lot a of content. Ad. Not a sponsored ad. You know, speaking of not a sponsored ad, I bought this tea <laughs> for my friend's mom's place, Legacy Teas and Spices, you can get online. And I was just blown away by how fast it came, the quality. Um, I actually felt guilty because I hadn't like patronized them before and I knew they had it. So where are they based out of? Uh Pasadena. I have also but they're uh, online only right now yeah yeah they're online um fantastic fantastic teas when I hosted a friend's bridal shower for it was like a tea party bridal shower I got tea from them and it's so good apricot rose black green tea lemongrass like all the herbs and and it's so beautiful and like uh it's like I love this because I always want I guess that's why I don't I like want to make a bigger deal out of it than just like drinking at home because it feels so special like do you know what I mean yeah like what because you can see like the chunks of real fruit and flower and like the lavender in there it's not like a tea bag or whatever like I'm like this deserves a a production they also mm. came with these disposable tea bags, which like, because I have loose leaf already. It's all loose leaf, by the way. If you're like, oh, I'm gonna order this, and I don't want to. I don't want you to feel scared when it arrives. Um, but they come with these little disposable tea bags, so you can make them yourself. And I don't know. I just thought it was really you have flavored sugar, whatever. This is not an ad. I mean, I love when we have an ad that's not an ad. So that's legacy, legacy teas and spices. Okay. That I didn't is. try the spices, but I've heard they're good too. I w- <laughs> I mean, I have no doubt. But it is that I was thinking about this in preparation for cancer of of the because I think this is exactly what we're talking about. I think of like holding a warm teacup, very cozy, cozy core, comfort core uh, is all very cancer to me. But um, I think the idea of hospitality is very cancerian to me, whereas like, you know, Virgo is the service, like the literal service. But I think cancer energy is that like smiling face greeting you at the door and having the temperature be comfortable, like making you feel at home. I think cancer energy exists in a moment. Like Mm. the teacup, it's like, it doesn't last all day. You can think about it all day. You can be like, man, that was so nice. I just took a deep breath and smelled it or whatever but it doesn't last like you know what i mean it's not something that you can just hold on to forever and we try Mm -hmm. to that crabs i had a word for cancer when i was thinking about cancer things and the word that came to mind with cancer was special 
I was just, everything with cancer is very special. So, cause I think the home body thing is like cancer repellent. I know I'm a cancer magnet again, also cancer, the sign we were talking about this off pod, you know, I, I feel bad that cancers have, it's, it's hard to talk about cancer and like hashtagging cancer without, you know, getting mixed in with cancer. So whatever, just had to, had to call that out here now, but cancer, the sign really likes things that are unique and not just because it's there. I think like the story and the depth and all of those things, uh, I'm just surrounded by cancers. And I think they get really repelled by this homebody or like, they don't like to go out. Cause I know so many adventurous cancers that want to go out and do things. I think cancer is actually like the very secret party people of the Zodiac mm-hmm. that yeah, absolutely. because they get, oh, yeah. cause they get ridden off for not being that. So I think so many cancers, especially, you know, when we're doing like sun sign astrology, you're like, I'm a cancer and I do not relate. And it's like, well, yeah, like the stereotypes for cancer are pretty, like you cry and you stay home. But I love that Lisa of saying that it is a moment because I think that's also why cancer stereotypes are so one-dimensional because how can you possibly describe a moment in a way mm-hmm. that isn't that cap that's the that's the whole essence of moments is that they are fleeting mm-hmm. and uh you can't contain it and undefinable and and those things so of course saying like oh they cry it's like well yeah but not like not just like all the time they're not just like walking around with a puddle or they're not like eeyore you know like <laughs> the cloud the cloud isn't over their head all of the time although mm-hmm. some you know Everybody I don't think of them cloud, as, but like, I don't think not, of them as know, pessimistic, yeah, like or like or haters necessarily. I feel like they well, really, well, it's cardinal. They like it's a, there's a it's lot a of tides forward. too, mm-hmm. you know. So that's why I think mm-hmm. a moment, cardinal, the tides. It's like it's all like mixing and going, but no two waves are the same. No, like you can't catch it in your hand. You can't recreate it. it mm. oh, I love that too because now I'm just thinking again about all of the cancers that I've known and how they also are. I love this moment. I did. This is like truly blowing my mind Um, because it is also like from moment to moment, they are who they are or like what, whatever they're feeling in that moment is like kind of coming out. So it is that tide, but it is also like, I think what the moment calls for and because they're able to to back and forth like that, they know that they're the one that can be like this moment needs an emotional outburst or something. And they are the the moon pulling the tides and also like the tides themselves going back and forth. I also thought of this. I went to my friends. Um, my friend Gina owns a dance studio, Lamore Performing Arts studio uh also not a paid ad uh but they had their recital this past weekend and gina is a cancer rising also and her and her mom own the studio together uh which is very you know owned very and that's very like much the face of the of the studio um but i had another friend who was there who recently had a baby and i also was watching her like rock her baby and make her arms the same way and then the moon also was like a a crescent moon like that and then just thinking now of these like of these tides it is that like moving with you 
and, and holding mm-hmm. you the whole time. And sometimes that's like the most soothing, sleepy, relaxing thing. And sometimes you're on a boat and it's, and you're fucking <laughs> about to flip over, but it is still this thing that's like holding you and allowing you to go, go where you're going. Mm-hmm. I love that we're the shouting out non-paid ad things and recommendations because that was another thing I noted down about cancers I trust a cancer recommendation with all my life because if you're asking about a restaurant or anything a vacation spot it's never just the spot I think that's the emotional watery depth of cancer they're going to give you like food quality vibe the hassle to get there like it's it's what to order what Mm -hmm. to order skip this go for that it's like all the elements it's not just like oh, what's a place you like to eat in Kentucky? It's like, okay, well, I know this, like this might seem overpriced, but if you go at this time, like it's just, it's, it's the moment. I'm just thinking about this too, of the recommendations and hospitality and this, it's also a way that now they share this place and what you eat. And now they've created a moment for you because you're also going to think, oh, I'm so glad that so-and-so recommended this to me. They were right. It's so good. And now when you come back together, like this coming apart, coming together again of this, like now when you see them, they're going to, you're going to say, oh, thank you so much for telling me about those pancakes. They were incredible. It's all I can do, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I think well, well, also, I believe hospitality to exist in a moment only i yeah. think you can know if you feel comfortable safe somewhere just f- from a small action and in in the hospitality world they're often called higher touches um which i think cancers are really good at i also think they're very good gift givers but mm-hmm. i'm glad that you brought this up stevie because one thing i was thinking about was this kind of stereotype of nationalism and i think we do see it when we mm. talk about those things that, you know, happen in all with all signs where there are kind of these negative stereotypes that that can also be true. Um, it's just not true of everyone of every thing. Um, and I think that nationalism is definitely something that in in the ways of recommendations that where it's kind of this idea of and, and I think that some forms of nationalism and traditionalism can be really powerful and good like I think we should decide which traditions we want to keep and like throw away the ones that are harmful to people right but keep some of them like some of the things of uh you know are generationally how we take care of plants or whatever there's like a way to do it that could be generally generationally passed down from your family or whatever that that kind of a tradition would be really cool to keep but maybe something where there's abuse or trauma let's throw away but I think the idea of tradition and maybe not so much nationalism, but maybe more tradition is this idea of knowing, having seen a lot. And so Mm -hmm. knowing which things are kind of feel important down the line. And I think it's kind of the same way with recommendations. It's like, you, you've kind of, you, I've been to all the restaurants on that pier. So I know like, don't go to the the fish house because that place, like the bathroom's nasty and it smells or whatever. But if you go to the place next door, it looks a little grungier, but the food's actually really good or whatever. It's kind of this idea of like, well, I've kind of seen a lot and I kind of know, or I'm educated and I have a lot of thoughts about this thing. So I kind of know which traditions feel important and that can be used also, you know, to manipulate people. But for the most part, I feel like, well, Well, Mm -hmm. I love that too, because I think, you know, this idea of, yes, obviously the, the negative 
components of nationalism and that i mean there's and again we're waxing incredibly poetic and sweet and i'm like loving cancer energy right now and i needed this um <laughs> but this idea obviously the nationalism stuff like get rid of that there's there's just like the waves themselves we're going to tend to to terrible cancer traits as well but i like this idea of it being passing on a sense of belonging and again it's this sense of like being held by something so even though these literal people because we are only here for a moment but we what do we pass on even though our lives do not continue and that idea of like thinking of the i'm having so many like the cardinal cross because there's all of this kind of like the in cancer in the, at least i think from a labors of hercules perspective is when we like discover our soul essentially Ooh, yeah and so i think this idea of tradition of patriotism of that is more about this is these are the things that you connect to when you're outside of your body we can't all be one we can never all be one body together so what does what does connect us what does live on beyond our physical shell and thinking about cancer being the crab and shedding its shell and going to the thing like the crab essence stays all of the time but it needs a different like vessel too so this idea too of what i think that's also why we're, where we get cancer and like antiques and old thing like those kinds of things where it's like yeah this stuff the the essence gets passed on not the it's not in the things so that idea of like soul and things that have have something that you can connect to beyond just the meal everybody can make everybody follows directions and can make a meal taste good what what are those higher touch like you said that like make us connect to something i'm feeling a lot on <laughs> on all the all things mentioned before but there's a few things coming back to nationalism. I think it also ties into cancer's protectiveness because sure. if you like a lot of we traveling and going to places is a kind of new thing. Like if you wanted to go somewhere back in the day, it's, you, you probably would die <laughs> like a lot of the time. So staying where you are and protecting your land, again, nationalism is overall not great, but the idea of I'm going to protect what I know and I'm going to protect whatever culture, whatever people, the land that I'm standing on. I mean, I think nationalism gets a lot of the time wrapped up in American culture, but a lot, any, if yes. you're a nation, you can be a nationalist. Like that's yeah. just what nations are. And to all go back to the higher touch too. I think what sets cancer apart is they're not just going to recommend something they like, but they're going to assess your vibe of like, oh, I know that you like this sort of stuff. So I'm not like, it's not just a selfish recommendation. It's a very like knowing recommendation of not, oh, these are the places I really like. It's like, oh, maybe this place isn't even for me, but it might be for you. It's like making use of the things that are on hand or on claw if you're a crab person. <laughs> well, that's why I feel they're really good gift givers for that same reason too. They always are really thoughtful or that's something where you're like, wow, like I didn't even know you ever thought about me much less like to the point of like, mm -hmm. you know, this much or like, I, I really would enjoy that or whatever. So I think they're, they're really good. I also just started reading uh, Ace's book, uh, Postcolonial Astrology. And one of the things that in talking about the moon one of the things that's mentioned is that Cancer and Capricorn are opposites and that they have the same 28, the cycle of 28, which Saturn being 28 years and the moon being 28 days. 
And I just thought I'd mention it because I've read like so many astrology things in so many books. And I just, I feel like I never came across that fact and it never clicked for me. And I'm like, that makes so much sense. Like, it's just, yeah, obviously on a different scale, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Cool. They're also the same things that, again, like hold you and uh, like those. Uh, yeah. I thinking more about this too of this like oh why the stereotypes are so bad uh I think also because there's a lot about cancer and Capricorn as the the opposite but it it's a lot about caring and wanting people to feel good and wanting people to feel welcome and um and cared for and special and all that and I think that we kind of as a society at least like an American society have deemed that uh corny and uh like do goody try hard like all of the people that it's so it's so uncool to care do you know what i'm saying this thing of like oh well actually i want i would love to make every person feel special and that they are at home in all places or i would love to uh yeah i actually do care that this bow is placed a certain way because it makes someone happy like that's so not um we don't value that the same way that we value authority and assertiveness and like whatever those things when it's like, no, this is the stuff that like, we all, we all love this stuff though. That's why people go to restaurants. That's why people, you know, watch, I don't know, listen to music and, and consume art. Well, you know, they're funny too. And I think it's kind of that same thing of that. Mm -hmm. They really do kind of know people. And so they can surprise you in a different way than other people can. Mm -hmm. They can be really, really funny to me. And, and also I think, you know, Gemini gets that gossip thing, but I cancers, in my opinion, maybe they are, maybe they don't like to, or don't necessarily do gossip all the time, but they have good gossip. If like when they Mm -hmm. have it or when they tell you it, when they share it, it's like, damn you got some good ones because everyone shares with them yeah they end up with the gossip they didn't even ask but I, for think it they, as- I think they kind of like it too i mean oh, i don't know sure. maybe maybe i mean everyone kind of does right okay yeah I, well well that's the thing i think of when we're talking about cancers like oh they like home and this and i feel like cancer's like doesn't every like what's wrong with you people yeah. like well do you don't like your the place where you probably spend especially this past year most of your most of your time I did have a note too, and I feel like it goes with all this. I feel like cancers tend to be right a lot of the time too, which is equally frustrating where they they know it's carnal water. They just maternal instinct too. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. like a thing that always comes up with cancers. They're right. They know that person's going to be late. They know that person's going to be a dick or this is going to happen. There's still the, of course, this it's just the stomach. They right. still are the yeah. stomach too. I mean, they're not the digestive system, but they're still the gut. Mm-hmm. And those titties. <laughs> and titties. those titties, those titties know all, when it's, when it's all, I believe cancer rules all um, like lubricated membranes. So then it, I think it's a real, like real, real like, yeah, where it's like sinuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of that. Well, it's sacral medical, chakra too. Medical astrology stuff is wild. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it really, it like just really goes with it. But I think cancers, I think myth is that they're self-sacrificing where fact is if it will benefit them, sure. I think they know when to bend if it ultimately pays out to them. It's not a self-sacrifice for like 
out of like Libra kindness, <laughs> like, or like our altruism where it's like, sure, pick or sure, go do that. It's like, well, if I, it's that manipulation thing we go back to, but it's just being smart in some ways where it's like, yeah, if you give people an inch, then you can run a mile. And it's again, I'm cancer well, rising to Mars, if you couldn't fucking tell. So I, I think it's that knowing of like, if you're just going to be a psycho alpha all the time and never bend, like, how do you expect to get anything you want? You have to, you have to work, play with others. I think it's no less. And I think interesting again, cause it's Capricorn on the mm-hmm. opposite. I think we just find it less, um, we find it weaker for someone to sacrifice themselves instead of completely isolate themselves. And culturally, mm-hmm. because we are like steeped in patriarchy, we find that noble, someone who uh, completely cuts off themselves from all human time, like goes off into the woods or goes up into the mountain or something that is noble instead of trying to carry too much. And I well, think cancer is like, you know, they, the hurt, like they carry every, they carry their whole home on their back. And it's like, you don't need to do that necessarily. But also why is that any less again, valuable, relevant than being like, actually people are just my distraction and they're getting in the way. Like that's equally mm-hmm. untenable and equally a self-sacrifice in a way that will lead to destruction. Like we have to find that middle ground in between both of them where we have boundary and reception, but either end of the spectrum is, is self-sacrifice and destructive. Well, one of the things that I think it gets super murky to with American culture specifically between Cancer and Capricorn is the idea of nurture versus provide, right? So like a lot of times in America, there is this idea that in order to, you know, nurture someone, you have to, you have to provide for them. And that's not always Mm. the case. And I mean, obviously we do need social services and we do need stuff that provides actual goods and financial income to people. Obviously we need those things. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, I think that sometimes we don't understand the difference and especially with friendships and like, you know, relationships where it's, it's like, you know, sometimes if some, if one person's working a lot, it's like, maybe they don't need you to help out with money, but maybe they need you to like, make the bed for them or whatever. There's like a difference mm-hmm. of like providing and, and taking care. And that, yeah. that line is so hard to define. So I think a lot of the times we do get trapped up with those two signs. Well, and mm. they both are Capricorn at its highest too. And I think this is, I'm just, you know, fully, fully projecting here of thinking of my own kind of struggle against Cancerian when we start this podcast and realizing that like what these two signs didn't have in common the most is that they care and and when you lose when you lose that you're doing it out of care uh then you get too rigid or too uh defensive whatever whatever it is but just this idea of like yeah you care that's so you you make the moment special and you think of the future you don't just live in the moment you also remember that there's going to be moments after this that we also want to be special too mm-hmm. do you guys know about the turtles mm, which no. turtles so apparently the um the cancer is also the mythological archetype of the turtle and oh. I found this in the um, Complete Idiot's Guide to Astrology. So again, dated material, but it talks about that in ancient Egypt, this was 
the constellation was actually called stars of water and it was represented by two turtles rather than the crab and um in roman mythology the crab also assisted jupiter's wife juno in the labor of hercules um and that's how we've talked about it i think on another episode but yeah that's how cancer ended up with its reward in the heavens so i didn't know about the turtles Thank you for listening to our free episodes of What's Your Sign? Since you're into us, we'd love if you'd support us. Help support What's Your Sign by going to patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. For about the same price of buying us a cup of coffee that we split three ways, your financial support helps us create this podcast and supporting us on Patreon will get you bonus episodes, access to our Discord, and other great perks. Plus, You will truly have a sense of pride knowing that you have directly contributed to making this podcast possible. If What's Your Sign has improved your life, it's taught you something, it's added value, then please consider joining us on Patreon. Even though this is a ton of fun to do, it doesn't mean it's not work. And your contribution really helps make that work possible. We love making this show and we want to keep doing it as much and as often as possible. And we can't do that without your help. Help keep us indie and help keep us putting out the episodes you look forward to every Monday. If now is not the right time to join, no sweat. There's other ways to support us. Follow us on social media at What's Your Sign Podcast on Instagram. Make sure to turn our post notifications on. Check us out on Twitter at What's Y-R Sign underscore pod. And yeah, we're on TikTok at What's Your Sign Podcast. The link to join our Patreon and all the links to our social media accounts are in the show notes. Thank you so much for your support. We'll see you over on our Patreon. I love that. I can see <laughs> it home on the back again, right? But yeah, yeah. But another shell, another shelled thing. I'm tr- I'm now I'm, I'm like thinking. I love turtles and tortoises. I'm I'm trying They're to like awesome. think of. There's also that. Um, that old wisdom like that no yeah. it's like turtles just no and crabs i was just at the it was just in atlanta i was just at the georgia aquarium speaking of recommendations recommend that place is like a theme park it is just full of exhibits cool. and for some reason i don't know why but aquariums make me less sad than zoos and i go to aquariums so I'm, they had whale sharks and all this all this stuff but the the sea turtles were just swimming by and they were just so cute but the, the all the crabs and lobsters almost maybe it was a southern thing or maybe this is just what crabs experience every person that walked up to this like japanese spider crab or these really intense cool crabs was like mm, i want to eat you <laughs> like each each time and i was like oh this crab just has someone walk up every four seconds and says mm, i want to eat you but I don't know. I just like took that in thinking about like cancer energy. When I was looking there, I was like, people do want that cancer. And like, but I also think about how crabs, obviously were the, like the bugs of the sea and no one gave a shit about them until someone called them important. And then we're all like, oh yes, crabs are fancy and lobsters are fancy, even though they were like prisoners food for forever and ever. We could be tearing off five legs, eating five, throwing them back, letting them regrow. You know, that's that's the whole thing that bothers me sometimes is like, you know, that those things regenerate and it's like we still just have to kill the animals. It's so crazy to me. Is there like a movement to do like a crab farm (laughs) to like have a regen? Okay, okay, we need to stop recording because that's actually a like that's a we keep coming to the the discord to do. 
Discord to I do like start that- a regenerative crab farm. I think that's brilliant. I think that it's cheaper to just you know breed them, and that's that's my opinion. I mean, I have no no. That's probably I'm pretty sure that it. it unfortunately, it's disgusting. I mean, back to nationalism. Everything's because it's cheaper. <laughs> Everything's yeah, always course. like, well, that is the cheapest way. It's like when you see those you know, peaches grown in Argentina, shipped in Ships, Japan yeah. and like flown. You're like, just, just damn bitch. Like you live like, you live like this. Um, have I ever told resources. you the sea turtle, my sea turtle story? I have so many turtle stories though, that it's like, I don't know. Ooh. I mean, is it, I mean, if it's a good one, I, I snorkeled and oh. saw one in Hawaii and I felt very, yeah. I felt very connected. I was, and I was, that was the one creature I really wanted to, to see. Cause they're they're so, so cool. I went to Barbados. I did a rum program there maybe eight years mm. ago. I've been drinking so much rum lately. What kind of rum do you like? I mean, I'm not, I don't really have a palate, so it's been okay. like Bacardi. Okay. <laughs> it, it hasn't been, it hasn't been a something. cool thing. I've been on a big, uh, like mojito kick and a dark and stormy kick. So I will get Captain Morgan and Bacardi. I'm really living life uh, over here. I know. I'll bring you oh, some great palette. Oh my god! Okay, I, just because I I did a program and like I've I've opened a barrel. I've made my own Whoa. blend. I know a lot about rum. Not the most, but I do know a lot about rum. And um, what we got to go to Barbados, which was the coolest part. And we swam with the sea turtles. But one night I was at this rum shack, which is like. I guess what we would call a bar here, but it's not really, they have, it's kind of more like a seven 11, but with seating and they have, you know, they'll have like some snacks and, but you just buy a bottle and they give you ice and cups and your own mixers and you mix your own drinks. Like you don't mm. have them shake cocktails for you or whatever. You just kind of sit around and like chat all night. And in Barbados, a lot of the locals there play checkers and hang out at a rum shack and there was this group of guys and like, they just seem like they're having such a good time and they're like playing checkers. And then one guy had something in his hand and like, he was just playing with it and they're all laughing. And we're like, you know, what do you have? And he was a baby sea turtle. And he's, oh. and I, he's like, yeah, he just like came in here. I'm like, he came in the bar. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> but it's so different. Like, it's not like a bar. Like, you know, I mean, yeah. there's just like a woman that's like, I've just picked these apples. Would anyone like some like, and they're, mm-hmm. she's not selling them. They're just like, human beings um and mm-hmm. yeah so he was like here hold him and i'm like you you I, my ex took a video and i'm like yeah. like my voice you can't it's like a pitch <laughs> i can't even get to i'm like looking <laughs> out and he's like oh you can go so i actually got to set him free and it was really <gasps> cool i got I, I don't i doubt you know that it's really hard for them to survive but oh what it, a special experience. yeah it's so cool and apparently they it's really hard for them to get to the water at night because they like are whatever their instinct is to go towards light. So because mm. there's so much settlement on the shores, they like end up coming out and coming into a rum shack. But yeah, so I like made this little path for it and like I made it so that it couldn't get back out so that it could go into sea and hopefully find its family or make it somehow <laughs> do its thing. Oh, I mean, the sea, you can't, you can't talk cancer without talking about mermaid, sea, ocean. I mean, cancer does have top vibes, symbolism, like all the the accoutrements of cancer, I think are very, as a Taurus and cancer person, I feel like those are the same, well, they sextile each other, the very same of like 
just that like shells and pearls and pearlescence and mm-hmm. you know it's hard to argue I mean, with it you're just like yeah i like who doesn't like this kind of stuff it's like saying like i don't like blankets or i don't like comfy <laughs> like it's like this is just this is just pleasant well, aesthetics Taurus and cancer kind of imagery i feel like just make the it's like what's the classic stuff that's pretty and nice and venusy where it's just like yeah of course that's what it is because we love that stuff it's the most beautiful like uh enjoyable sensuous kinds of of things i think going back to that like thinking of people wanting to eat those crabs i think it's because we know that they're sweet like that's the thing about that meat too is that it's it's sweet and we want to act like we don't like sweet things but we fucking love sweet stuff it's mm-hmm. so true. Everyone's always like, I'm not really a desserts person. And it's then like, you're like, yeah, you right. Take them into a room with like, you know, one of those buffet, like imagine the best buffet dessert buffet and leave them in there with no one around. You think they're not, they're not a sweets person. You think yeah. they're not going to eat some? Come on. Well, mm-hmm. and we've made, again, culturally, we've made sweets like the less, it's like the lighter, less important, less, uh, you know, fine dining or whatever is like, oh, you know, a little bit of, you know, it's not yeah. like cup, cupcakes are like yeah, the, yeah. the most frivolous whatever thing, but it's like, that's what everybody likes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also just watched, I feel like this is a cancer, this is a cancer recommendation. I just watched on the plane yesterday a little princess which oh. i hadn't seen oh i mean God. cancer culture like absolutely if you're like what the hell is a little princess <laughs> i'm gonna have you to can, watch this you can pause this you can pause this pod and return after you watch it is a beautiful movie just watch it i can't give too much away but it's about world war one era this girl who goes to a very annie but it's not a musical-esque boarding school and there was it's just like a- really rooted in magic and imagery and storytelling. And I guess it's also one of, I think the director is Alfonso Cuaron who like did like the third or fourth Harry Potter. It's very, I mean, it's just yeah. very, it's very moody and cinematic too. That's he, what I was like. It's won kind Oscars of a, too, right? Yeah. yeah, gravity. yeah. You will, you will, uh, yes, gravity. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, will you will cry. You'll cry. Yeah. Like, unless, I mean, unless you're really not a crier, but like this will make a non-crier. Capricorns, you will not (laughs) challenge anyone else. It's so funny because this is like, I was like, oh, I have to watch this now. Again, Mm -hmm. I saw it many times. This was a childhood favorite. Mm -hmm. But also, I think that that's interesting. My like cat moon wanting desperately, wanting desperately to be like, I was moved, but being like, man, I wish I could, I wish I could like, I wish I could uh, believe like that. I can't suspend my skepticism or whatever like well well, watching it back whoever the sarah the little actor girl when she's telling these you know she spent okay again there's some there's some nationalism and colonialism in there because her dad was in the british army so they lived in india for a long time so she tells a lot of indian folklore stories and it's then it's acted out in her imagination it's all about imagination and storytelling and it's just I don't know, as a kid, I'm just realizing maybe our little era of millennial young kid movies were so much rooted in imagination and magic, but in this way that was very tangible. Like, yes, of course, your dolls move when you leave the room. And yes, of course, you can wake up to a beautiful buffet of sausages and silk robes and all these things are absolutely possible. I feel like 
that like inner witchcraft sort of energy because it's very witchy in retrospect as well watching it back I was like oh she's just a little witch she's just a little mm-hmm. storytelling witch it felt very appropriate for this it felt Gemini E in the storytelling way, but I do think cancers, I know so many cancers who are, and maybe it's because they, a lot of the times are going to share Gemini placements. I feel like cancers also have that knack for, for story because it's that specialness, the moments, the details, all the little things. Um, and it's not always going it's, for the laugh either. It's going for like, what's going to connect and feel it's romantic it's romantic, and not, not in like so sexual romantic. love way in like what makes anything romantic is again these like intangible it's what makes songs romantic and vignette pictures are romantic because you go to a place in your imagination you add these intangible other things to it instead mm-hmm. of just the thing itself so it is all of those again the moment ah. Oh. I love that so much Jarrah's movie watch club for everyone a little princess check it out 10 out of 10 you'll be moved oh i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna weep i know it it held up i was ple. i was just scared it's one of those where i was like oh it's been a while i've watched this with my cancer grandma fourth million times and we just sit and weep and now i'm thinking i have two i have very two very cancerian grandparents and i'm thinking now of the storytelling too because those magic in which watery things we watch hocus pocus all the fucking time because obviously iconic fabulous movie but my grandma my grandma nancy she would i'd come home from school and she would pretend to be dead like she would just like lay on the couch and be like, uh, and and then she'd come zombify herself she'd go i want to eat you and like she chased me around the house for a little bit this is like almost every day and then chase me around the house and then we'd watch hocus pocus no matter what time of year it was or a little princess depending on our vibe and she'd always make ice cream sundaes with Hershey syrup sauce, but she always called it spider sauce. So I was convinced this was made from crushed up spiders for a very long time, but it's that fantasy. I think that that's, it also makes sense that like Gemini leads to cancer leads to Leo too. Cause like we have this very, like the, it's like theatrical. I think cancer doesn't get enough rep for their, that play and that that story and getting lost and kind of allowing to be weird or wrong, or I don't know, like it's, there's a lot more whimsy to cancer than they get credit for. Where would you, where would you get the gall to go out and perform if it weren't instilled and nurtured in you you in cancer? Mm -hmm. Like you don't have a thing, you don't have a light to shine if you have not been lit. Do you know what I mean? Like, or, or if someone hasn't protected your fire and said, Hey, this is important. You need to, you need to maintain this because you need to go out and share it with the world. Like Mm. if someone was like, Oh, put that out. We don't need a fire. We're in the ocean. It's like, no, we need to make a home. We need to protect this part of us. We need to protect our, our tenderness, our sweetness, because it's what makes us go out and, uh, like see the rest of the world and can continue the cycle. This book also brings really weird, interesting. I mean, I don't know, just things that I hadn't heard before, but maybe they, you know, are things. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I just, I don't know. Cause it's like from the eighties, nineties. So it's sometimes like you read it and you're like, I don't know, this person just makes some stuff up, but they say that um, they're very sensitive to hot and cold, um, which that makes sense to me. Uh, it says that they're, vitamin a and keratine 
our tooth carotene, I'm sorry, are helpful for the mucous membranes and that, um, that it also helps build strong bones and teeth. Again, the Capricorn axis, mm. which is crazy to me. I never oh. knew that. Um, oh. Often aggravated by dairy products. I feel like that's true in my case. I mean, sure. Um, that's the inf- inflamed of those membranes. Also, you get, that's, <laughs> I was like, I'm doing this. I've had, we had charcuterie recently and I've been so sinusy because of eating cheese. Yeah, it's true. And also it mentions that there is a, it's talking about the home and it says that every cancer usually has a space in that house. That's just theirs, like a chair or a thing or a spot on the couch or a thing, which kind of rings true to me, my experience, but also that there's an, they usually have a pet and they will let the pet sit in that spot. And that's Mm. so true with me. I'm cancer moon, but like, I don't know that to me, I was like, that's crazy. Cause I do kind of have a spot even this chair I'm sitting in right now, it was supposed to be my chair and now it's kind of Deli's chair. And I'm like, oh yeah, I definitely did exactly what the book said. So I don't know if that rings true for anyone. I love that. Mm. I'm big into my, I've always been like this as a wee little girl. And also I think now in later in life, I love a good bedroom. Like I want my bedroom to be a functional desk space, a TV watching space. It is where me and my cat cuddle. I love like, like, like my booze gone for the night. And I'm like, Ooh, it's bed. I'm in the, I'm going straight into the bed after this and getting the laptop set up and getting my little meal and making it my little bed kingdom. I love a TV tray. Like there's just something about having that little space, but I think that would maybe apply if it wasn't a bedroom. I don't know. I, I, yes. Just echoing. Yes. Of like having this little carved out space that also like looks like me. Like I like my bedroom. I don't want like a neutral ass bedroom. Like I wanted to have like the cute, like the crystals are running amok, like the shared space. Sure. But the bedroom needs to be a, a cool, calm, reflective space. That feels like very cancerian to me. I also have Libra. I see. So maybe that's, you know, also coming out a little bit, but. Uh, yeah, I love all of these things and I need all of these things. And yet <laughs> I will go without them. <laughs> Well, you're, no, you're cancer midheaven, right? Yeah. That's no, kind exactly. of a that's different... I'm like, I, but that's why I'm like, I've been working. I realized too, that this is one of the things of my, like, oh yeah, I'm accepting that. Like, oh yeah, I need at least, I need at least one surface. That's mine. That's just mine <laughs> that I can keep nice. I could do, I understand, you know, whatever, but, uh, yeah, that this all, this all rings true as things that I am learning to allow myself to have as I grow uh more tender and uh loving to myself and others all you have to do is get a deli and then just tell steve look this is my deli it's not your deli and deli is my dog if you don't know and deli is so protective you'll have a spot because Mm -hmm. deli will be in it and then when you come over he'll let you get in it Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Well, something no, to care, something to care for. I think that yeah. can translate to like, well, like plants or cookie. Obviously, all these cancery stuff of anything that was maybe once alive or is alive or keeping it sort of growing and going, but doing it with feeling. Yeah, that's what I've always been very good at the 
keeping things orderly, keeping things functional so you can walk around and all of that kind of stuff and not and not unesthetic by any means because that's also then very important but I think also I've changed in a sense of like oh I want to be able to use my thing this needs to be comfortable too I need to be able to reach this I can't have to reorganize my closet every time I want to get a pair of jeans out and that's my very Capricorn like well they all fit like this and it's like yeah for one second when you take a look at the closet and marvel at your work and then as soon as you take something out it's fucking done and now you're here like mm-hmm. yeah. I think cancers too, are fears they're fears yes sorry sorry I had to, get, okay. that I had to get that off my chest <laughs> the book calls them the found this like the fourth house and stuff the foundation of life and I think that's interesting too because it it's it is talking about both the family aspect of like it's the foundation of life we you know you procreate and also that idea of the structure of the home keeping you safe from other things so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and cancer season like just from a monthly standpoint is such a like great time of the year. Like cancer season is it's fun. It's vacation. It is. I I don't know. It's very lake house. Like we talked about cottage core. It's, Mm -hmm. it's downtime. It's the longest, lightest, brightest. You get the lighting so good. Like it just, it so checks out with, with the time. And I don't know. I think, I think that's the fun thing about cancers is they can be really surprising, especially astrologically, because they just get such a just a shitty rap. And, you know, I mean, I think that's like well, it's like either or with astrology stereotypes. I feel like you either get like the high end Leo, like you are just a diva and a performer or you get like, wow, you're a troll that hides at home <laughs> and no one. And you are like a pushover when like cancers are it's they're cardinal. Just remember mm-hmm. that if you're messing with cancer, just they have an opinion. They want to do something. They want to, they want movement. They want the vibe to change. Like they're, they don't like boring. They're not boring. They don't want things to just stay the same. Well, I think they can be nostalgic. Sure. I, this was, I thought of this earlier and then obviously lost it, but it's this of like, I think what cancer does and this reminder that they're cardinal is cancer lets us know that you can do it you can do all of the things that we do with feelings uh like mm-hmm. and and people don't like i think being reminded of that because we all are like well you have to take the feeling out of it in order to make something like i don't know logical rational whatever it is you can't be nice to someone and give them good service it's too whatever and it's like no you can actually do all of the things and be nice, be happy about it, be joyous, be, be loving, be welcoming and warm and all of those things. And I think that it's very, uh, it's frustrating when done well. Does mm-hmm. that make sense of like people being like, man, they're doing it. They're doing it. And they cried at that thing and they have their shit together. Like, man, that's, I guess I should be nicer or be more friendly or whatever, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Just like give people, give it a shot. I think water, that's the the watery part is just being open. Like cancers do, I know I said earlier, they know it all, but they also aren't, they'll, they can change. That's why the crab sheds that little shell. I think that's how they, they, they do it <laughs> or they move around. They, they can, and they should move. I think it might take more of a push sometimes with the cancer, but 
and they, they move know this is the thing I this for as a Cancer Mars rising person the thing that I love and hate the most is I can just tell when people aren't in a good mood I can tell when people are off and I hate being that like what's up uh you seem and it's like no I'm not and it's like then Q 20 minutes later it's like I was and I was like yeah I fucking like you like maybe it doesn't take a brain surgeon to like determine like if if the energy of what I experience of you seems different than the baseline, I think they're good at like understanding, like it's like the empathy sort of thing. It's like, I know you at your neutral, so I can tell when you're at high and when you're at low, when I'm amongst other people, at least speaking from my personal experience. That is actually how, like, so in communication in class in college, like I studied lying and nonverbal communication, all that kind of stuff. And that's actually like the only way you can tell if people are lying or if they're telling the truth is if you know a baseline. Mm -hmm. Dead on. Well, and also only someone who cares about whether or not someone feels bad or not would notice if they're not feeling good. You know, Mm -hmm. like people who don't people who aren't interested in someone being on and happy and and whatever wouldn't notice. They'd just be like, oh, this is just whatever. Like there are people that don't notice those things. Maybe it's just ca- like the Cancerian kind of always taking temperature and data like subconsciously in a water sort of way is when it's, I've just been noticing you. I've just been observing you. I've been observing the whole vibe. I can observe, you know, when Trish shows up at parties, like the vibe gets all weird. Like, I don't know, like those unquantifiable things that end up being true a lot of the time and end up being right. So Cancer's. You're typically right, but also be nice uh, about it. Be nice about it. Yeah. Like just know that not everyone's operating on that watery, intuitive, empathic level. Yeah. Cancer's rule. I'm into, I like, I think it's a cancer. We're, I mean, after this fucking Gemini season, you know, cancers are, cancers are winning. (laughs) <laughs> yes. regenerative crab, crab farm here we come if anyone wants to uh you know if anyone has a fund that, on, yeah yeah wants to get fund us on that shark, for us get us on yeah. shark tank um get us on crab pot the new cancer <laughs> spinoff of shark tank Ooh. oh we love you we'll see you next week bye 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 Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.